Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Hey, today we're talking about a a different kind of topic, um, but it definitely flows into the way that you think. So I recently did a conference, and one of the sessions that I did was how to communicate effectively with an audience. So I'm going to share with you three overall concepts that when you are focusing on an audience, which might be, you know, a, a board meeting, a sales presentation, a training, uh, you know, or speaking to thousands of people, when you focus on these three things and you also, uh, you know, really, well, energy management is a big thing. So, uh, go through, think about these three things, ask yourself, which one of these do I need to work on to really up-level my communication? Okay, enjoy. Hello, today we are talking about how do you communicate effectively when you're in an audience? So first let me talk about what does audience mean? So it could be that you're in an audience live. Uh, I've done... 12 years of about 200 events a year live. So I know that pretty well. Could be with the the day and age that we're in now that your audience is more online. So how do you communicate effectively when you're not in a one-to-one situation or maybe just a small group situation? There's a couple different nuances that you need to understand. So there's uh, three things I'm going to share with you today. Uh, I'll talk about each one of these things, give you some stories and examples, and then give you a little bit of homework at the end, okay? So the first thing to think about when you're dealing with an audience is that communication is all about them, okay? So it's not about you. It's always about them. There's a couple things to think about. So the first thing is, whenever you're with them, whether it be live or, or uh, in person or, or online, you want to make sure that you are showing your appreciation for them. So for example, and this is really short, so you don't have to you know, send them a, a, a long letter necessarily about how thankful you are for them, but just having some sort of opening statement like, I'm so thankful I get to be here with you today. Oh man, when I I think about the things I'm grateful for, I think about you. Uh, And really, you want to feel that. So one of the things I, I use with my coaching clients when we're talking about speaking is really think about being grateful before you walk out on that stage or before you hit the play button because people feel that energy, okay? So show them your gratitude and then you wanna do something that is special or unique for them. So, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of every time I, I work with an organization, uh, just this week I had, had several different sales conversations for different conferences that are coming up, and I really ask a lot of questions. Okay, so what's your conference about? Who's gonna be there? What are the issues and challenges that they're dealing with? And I try to, as much as possible, create special content for them. So it could be that I have this one module over here that might work for something and this one over here, but I've never actually put them together before. And so I'll say, okay, I've got these ideas. I'm going to put these together for you. What do you think? Right? So developing that special content for that group or organization, they feel like, oh my goodness, this is so important to you as the presenter um, to to give us this. And, And for me, I want to help them understand yeah, it's so important, your event, what you're doing, I'm going to create special content for you. 
Now, you may not have that opportunity, but something as simple as having a free gift afterwards, right? So maybe you have a, you're a guest on somebody's podcast or their TV show or their radio show, uh, or you're doing a, a Facebook Live for yourself. What's a free gift that you could give people? So if you're doing a little teaching point, um, maybe you could have a, a PDF with all of the, the teaching points on it. Um, maybe you could have a, a, an audio uh, encouragement uh, thing that they could download. Creating some sort of bonuses. So for example, you know, um, whenever I do uh, an event myself, I always want to have some sort of bonus that I didn't already promised the organization I was going to do um, so that they have this sense of, of uh, I'm over delivering. Okay. Um, and then, you know, when you're thinking about it, communicating in, in an audience is all about others. Actually, all communication is always about others. But you really want to see everybody have, um, as John Maxwell puts it, everybody has a 10 on their head. Right. So sometimes we as humans unconsciously, we, we roam this earth and we kind of, you know, rate people on a one to ten scale. And the people who are successful or um, earn a lot of money or have influential positions, we tend to put a ten on their head. And those that don't, we tend to put a lower number on their head. Well, that doesn't really work if you're communicating in an audience. You want to see everybody has a ten on their head. So you want to expect greatness from them, okay? So you want to go into this expecting that they're going to comment on your video or expecting that they're going to engage with you, you know, throughout different activities if you're doing a training. One of the things I, I often work with trainers about is that, you know, the, the one complaint I often hear is, you know, I'm doing this training and here's these people checking their phone, right? I totally get it, and, and you can look at that and say, that person checking their phone, they are not attending to what's happening here, which is true. However, we have no idea why they're checking their phone. You're assuming that they're checking email or their Facebook and not listening to you, but what could be occurring is maybe they have a sick child, right? I don't worry about those kinds of things anymore. I assume that you all are, are a number 10 person, and that if you're checking your phone, it's probably for a really good reason. And when you assume that about people, you know what you get? Less people checking their phone. When you allow them to do whatever they need to do as a person, and you really bring you and your energy and your content to them, they can't help but put their phone down. And so, you're doing that throughout the event. You, you started off with you know, telling them how grateful you are for them. You're bringing them really special stuff. You're seeing everybody as a 10. What do you do at the end? So what do you do at the end of your video or your event? Well, you want to tell them that you enjoyed them and really mean it. Okay, so, you know, we're not trying to fake it till you make it on this one. Really mean it. So think about at least one thing that you really enjoyed from your time together. Uh, I'm often uh, invited on people's podcasts and I'm either interviewed or uh, with another person and we're kind of going back and forth talking about things. And I tell them at the end of every time, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated being here. And then I pull one thing that really got me thinking or maybe a thought that I had throughout the thing that I was like, wow, okay, this is, this has been really good for me. Thank you so much. And just 
the the gratitude at the beginning and that thankfulness at the end it really does help your audience first of all just want to engage with you even more it's a very simple thing but don't forget it okay because remember communicating with other people is all about them all right so number two communicating in an audience requires extra energy does not matter if you are live or if you're doing a, um, a video it requires extra energy so when you are one-to-one -one with another person that really doesn't require a whole lot of energy you just have to focus when you're in a small group maybe having a board meeting or things like that um, it, it requires a little less energy only because you typically have patterns and established routines and procedures for doing things so as long as you're following your plan your path you're you're pretty much okay but connecting with an audience requires a lot more energy okay and here's the thing people can tell the energy that you bring again you cannot fake it till you make it you have got to really think about what's going to bring my energy up several years ago i was really uh working on becoming a better speaker and trainer in particular and i had lots of different metrics that i was tracking so uh you know how many times did i pause during a presentation how many times did I use a good story? Uh, how many times did I ask a, um, a question of the audience? There were things that I was working on. And a few years ago, I really came up with this idea of, you know what, in order to change my energy when I come to an audience, I'm gonna change my metric. So I started tracking fun. How much fun did I have during that presentation? I knew that I knew my stuff. I knew that I was good at what I was doing. I knew that I was gonna bring really good, important uh, experiences to my audience. Was I having fun? And for me, if, if I know I have a, a 10 out of 10 on the fun meter, man, that was a good training. That was a good speaking opportunity. But if I'm not having fun and I'm not bringing the energy, it's gonna be less than, okay? Um, so, the people that come to you as audience members, regardless of who they are, they are always coming to get something. They are never going to give you something, although there are times when you walk away and you're like, wow, that was really good, right? I've been to, to audiences before where I walk away and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I got more out of it than they did. But you want to go in uh, expecting that you're going to serve them. And because you're going to serve them and you're probably not going to get energy back from them, you need to ask yourself, what do I need to do as a person to make sure that I'm in a good place energetically to serve them? And then uh, the, the larger the crowd, the more energy that you have to provide. Okay. Now there's ways to hack this and that quite frankly could be a whole nother class. Um, but you need to understand that the more people, the more energy you have to provide. So I've, I think the largest crowd I spoke to once was 4,500 people. Okay. Now that had a lot of people behind the scenes, really, you know, boosting up the energy level, um, you know, all kinds of really cool music and lights and, um, really cool production of a show. Right. 
However, you can also increase energy through things like giving them gifts, right? Uh, I'm a firm believer. I work with a lot of teachers. Man, give them some chocolate. It'll go a long way, okay? Um, but having fun. Uh, also trying to get them into smaller groups. So one, one audience I remember is very particular. Uh, it was at a state-level conference. There were about 600 people in the room. And uh, I just sensed that during the presentation that, that the energy was going low. And so I just paused what I was doing and we created these um, small groups of three or four people and I gave them an activity to do. Man, before you knew it, whew, that energy was up. Right. So, um, you know, creating all of these small things throughout your presentation that really will help people to raise their own energy gives you a little bit of energy back and and you can go back and forth. And then the last thing about energy is, you know, people feel and experience you more than your words. I think we've talked about that before, but. Communication is 97% nonverbal, and most of that has to do with the energy that you're bringing to the table. When people leave uh, your video or they leave time with you, they're going to remember the confidence, the passion, the positivity, the interaction, and the humor that you brought more than they're going to remember your words. So really make sure that you're, you're in that place of, of gaining your energy. There's all kinds of different ways that you could do that. For me, I, um, you know, I do a lot of traveling, and so I have a, a routine when I travel the night before I speak to kind of get my energy up. Um, I also am very careful just because I, I am an introvert. Uh, I know I need time after I speak at a large event because I'm going to be giving a lot of energy away. Okay. All right, so we got all about others and it requires energy. So the third thing you need to know about um, communicating with an audience is that you wanna create an experience that everybody enjoys, okay? An experience that everybody enjoys. So we talked a little bit about that, you know, that, that um, you know, telling them thank you and, and I'm really glad that you're here and, you know, giving them some bonuses and, and uh, maybe some music and gifts and things like that. That's going to help create an experience. When you are teaching, you want to take them on a journey. So instead of just telling them all of your points, you want to take them on a journey. You want to tell them stories. You want to give them examples. Uh, maybe you have some data that you want to include in there. Maybe there's some quotes. So the, the biggest way that, that I do this is I think about you know, if I'm doing a 30 minute presentation, what are the three points that I want to teach? And what are some examples of stories that really back that up? Uh, you, sameness is the death of speakers, okay? Doing the same thing all the time, sameness is the death of speakers. You want to break it up. If you're speaking in a monotone voice, if you're sharing all the same examples, if you're giving data point after data point after data point, sameness is the death of speakers. So go through and think about how could I take them on this journey to the final destination? So you know that you're gonna be, you know, ending up here in your, in your video. How can you take them on that journey so that they feel like they've been led and guided to that, that end point, your call to action? 
Um, humor and enthusiasm, uh, you gotta love what you're talking about. Really, you gotta love what you're talking about. You gotta be passionate about it. If you're not passionate about what you're talking about, don't talk about it. People can tell. Okay. I hope you can tell that I am passionate about resourcing others to communicate well. That's just one of my many passions. Uh, but we're really talking about passion, not perfection. I've seen way too many speakers either not speak or um, you know speak a few times and then not go back to speaking or just get themselves in a place of anxiety and worry because they're worried about doing it perfectly. So I strive uh, to have no notes as much as possible. Uh, actually, if you could see, I, I have a, a post-it note that has my three teaching points and a couple things for each one on them. I have not written a whole script for this video because I don't need a whole script. I really do imagine that I'm sitting here having a conversation with you, regardless if I'm talking to one person or 4,500 people. and. If I'm talking to one person having coffee with you and we're just talking about this is how you could communicate better, I'm not going to look at my notes, am I? And because it's something that I am very passionate about and I know a lot about it and I have a lot of stories and examples because I've lived that experience, I can do it in a way that's going to share more energy and passion because remember people remember that uh, and it's going to inspire somebody. But if I'm worried about did I say this well? Um, oh no, I said um there, right? If I'm worried about that, people are gonna notice that in my energy. And then the last thing about creating an experience everyone enjoys is uh, involve the audience some way, okay? So again, I've talked about a couple different things, um, you know, but when you're doing a, a video online, put in a comment, right? Have, um, you know, let's say you did a, a teaching point. So if I were doing this as a live video and I just talked about, okay, it's all about communication is all about other people. I might have a question at, at the end of that teaching and say, what do you think about this? Right? So put in uh, a comment, ask a question, uh, get them involved in some way because that's going to allow them to be more engaged with what's going on. If you're doing a Zoom presentation, a webinar, uh, a teaching or training, I do these all the time. I love breakout rooms. Uh, I love it just for the fact that sometimes people just need to be with other people, right? See, see and hear different perspectives. Sometimes I'll have them come back and ask for volunteers to share. Sometimes after a breakout session, I'll just say, hey, go in and put in the, the comment section, the chat, uh, something that, that came to your mind during this. So you're just wanting to get them involved. Um, sometimes I just say, turn to a partner. So if I'm in a very large audience, turn to a partner. Um, that definitely works. Uh, sometimes uh, the involvement that I want is telling a, a funny story. So their involvement is the laughter, right? Sometimes I know I'm gonna tell a story that's very relevant to what we're talking about and there's gonna be some emotions. So again, you know, you're, you're taking them on this journey, this kind of roller coaster journey. And part of the involvement of this experience is their emotions. Okay. All right. So we've got communication is all about others. It requires energy and you have to create an experience everyone enjoys. So your homework, if you choose to accept it and you're brave enough, uh, a couple different things. So the first thing is to really outline your presentation. Now, most people do this. They, they even might create a script. Outline your presentation 
but I want you to practice it. If you've never really practiced your presentations before, I would highly encourage this. And not just practice it out loud. For example, if you know you're going to be on a stage, don't practice sitting down, okay? You need to be standing up. You need to be feeling what that feels like. If you're going to have a PowerPoint with some slides, make sure that you're practicing with your slides. Another thing that I ask some of my coaching clients to do is practice what are you gonna feel like before you get on stage. So really think about the energy that you wanna bring and imagine how you feel right before you get on stage. What do you wanna feel right when you get off stage, right? So all of that is a part of the, the practicing. When I was first becoming a trainer, I would set aside, honestly, for every one hour of training I did, I would, I would set aside eight hours of practice time. Not kidding, okay? So one hour of training, eight hours of practice time to come up with a script to really think through, you know, who do I want to be to show up for this experience, but also how do I give directions to move from one thing to another really clearly? How do I handle this transition? What's the room setup going to look like? And the more that I did that over the years, the more it became so ingrained in me. And guess what? Preparation breeds confidence. And some people will ask me, how in the world can you give a, you know, an hour long keynote with only 10 minutes of, of preparation time? Because I did the preparation time many years ago. So think about that. How much are you preparing? It's not just about the presentation. It's about the preparation beforehand. And then the second thing is, is really this, uh, you know, energy management and giving. So make sure you're in a really good energy, but have fun while you're doing it and give to them. You don't have to give 5,000 people a free gift. You could if you want, um, but really think about how can I give and serve them while they're here and make this a really good use of their time so that when they walk out of here, they're like, I'm really thankful that I was here today. That's really ultimately the only purpose for you speaking, okay? So uh, I hope that help, helps you. I hope that, that you say, hmm, I, I think I can really up-level my speaking and my, my training abilities. Um, just choose one thing, start there. Uh, it, I think if I had to choose anything, I would say start with the energy management one. You can always go back to preparation and make that better. But if you start with the energy management one and really bring it for people, bring your passion and your humor, um, they're gonna love you for it, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.